Welcome back to the Midnight Oil. This, I believe, is episode four. I believe so. Getting yes. To the, getting into the big numbers now. <laughs> <laughs> Almost number five, which is halfway to double digits. Yeah. Yep. Very close to episode <laughs> ten. So I guess we should uh, maybe kick this episode off with something that's not the same old, same old. That's right. We have something special today. We have a beverage. Something I've never seen before. Is it a beverage? Could this be classified as a beverage? Um, I would probably categorize it as like a controlled substance. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a pet bottle. If you've never been to Japan, that might sound kind of a weird name to refer to a plastic bottle. You might be thinking it's um, one of those things hamsters drink out of. With some people do milk. keep pets in them. Yeah. In pet bottles? Yeah, they might drop a spider in there or oh, yeah. cockroaches yeah. in there or something. Yeah. That makes sense. Just uh, blend up their dog and put whatever. <laughs> okay. To <laughs> <into> a pet <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Keep their uh, ashes of their deceased pets in there. Uh, recently, a uh, someone, someone told me, a Japanese person, what pet bottle meant. I never looked it up. And I immediately forgot what it meant. So it stands for like the type of plastic it uses. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe the chemical composition or something. Right. Yes. Alex is now uh, furiously searching. Uh, Polyethylene terra. Blah blah blah. Terra. Terephthalate. Terephthalate. P H T H. A-L-A-T-E. Basically, Tara someone uh, dropped f- f- late. a handful of Scrabble f- tiles and then came up with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like someone vomited Scrabble tiles. <laughs> Polyethylene terephthalate. It's like a word you say when you wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> David's having a fever dream again. Polyethylate. So yeah, uh, plastic bottles are called pet bottles here. Pet bottles. Yes. Yeah. And uh, a famous energy drink is called Pokari Sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So in Japan, you can literally drink sweat out of a pet bottle. Probably from like from the view of like the average American, like the most famous Japanese drinks are probably pokari sweat because it's such a like bizarre name yeah also uh kalpis kalpis yes yeah. because of how it sounds yep. you know they certainly have a talent of naming energy drinks yes and we have aquarius aquarius sounds nothing to do with the sauce, fine, sauce yeah. it sounds like something you could buy in america aquarius yeah. whoever came up with that name obviously has traveled overseas yeah or they're like really into uh, the zodiac Guys like ah oh, Kalpis and the Aquarius guys like you need to uh, leave Japan. Maybe <laughs> 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 uh, study foreign languages just for like one day. <laughs> no, not to go to drink Kalpis. Yeah. To we, a, uh, we can confirm it. No, it doesn't really taste like Kalpis. No. Not that I drink Kalpis, but I guess Kalpis is milk, which it doesn't really drink. It's piss milk. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the slang word for milk in England. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. God trust you on that. <laughs> to slightly change the subject, um, like a minute ago, you mentioned like keeping like animals in a bottle. And not that, that I, not that I do that by the way, right. just to confirm to this. It, it just like made me remember something one of my students told me once. Um, this like really sweet old lady who like just in the course of our conversation, she said, Oh, by the way, um see this keychain? And she like held up like her house keys or something with a little keychain. Keychain yeah. on it. With a little like a vial that was attached to the keychain. And she said, Oh yeah, I keep my deceased cat's tailbone in here. <laughs> and I'm like, What? <laughs> you you do what? <laughs> have you heard of anything like uh, that? Before? I have actually, yeah. So I was following a YouTube called Tabby Eats. Mm -hmm. These two guys living in uh, Tokyo and they make a lot of videos about food and eating out. Um, but their dog, who was like the third YouTube host, I guess, passed away, died. Mm -hmm. And they released like a very emotional video about it. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of weeks later, they were like, oh, we're walking him around Tokyo. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and what he had on his keys was like this little like plastic, like like a capsule thing. Mm -hmm. And he said the some of the ashes from the dog were in there. So he was like, we're taking him for a walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it's, have heard similar things. It's that. very similar to my experience. <laughs> but my first thought, though, like after I was shown that little vial was like, like first reaction is like, oh, that's kind of morbid. Second reaction, oh, that's very uh, like heartfelt, you know. It's very Japanese. Yeah. yeah. My third thought was, like, what if you lost your keys? Or what if, like, it, like, broke and fell off your keychain, like, when you're out and about somewhere? Would that not be, like, totally devastating dogs, to you? Dogs have many bones. I'm sure she's got other ones. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was not my first thought. When you were saying it, my first thought was, why the tailbone? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why not the cheekbone? I guess it's the shape, right? The long bone. It's kind of and that makes sense. It can easily fit into, that fit into the vial. Capsule thing. It's really tiny too. <laughs> I guess she's got backups. <laughs> I'd had backups in this situation. <laughs> uh, we didn't even say what the beverage was that we were describing. <laughs> oh, I guess whoa, we, we went we off on a tangent a, there. So. A huge detour there. <laughs> Um, pet bottle into uh, dead animal capsules. Okay, so <laughs> going back. <laughs> so yeah, you found a like a spicy. What is this? Like a soda? I guess any viewers of our older YouTube channel, Campfire Guys, would probably be aware that we both have kind of a talent for locating spicy things or very weird mm -hmm. food and drink items. Uh, I found this in 7-Eleven, and I literally just walked past the energy drink section, and this, like, gekika kanji just shot out of the fridge. And so I looked at it closer, and basically it's a super spicy, like, fizzy drink. 
from what I can ascertain from looking at the label. Okay, yeah, yeah. But even looking at all this, I can't still kind of understand what this right. is. To be honest, so. for context, uh, gekikara means like really spicy yeah. or like insanely spicy, ridiculously spicy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of a buzzword these days for uh, marketing like the, spicy food. The name of it is gekikara dodekamin. So I'm guessing dodekamin is the usual drink. Oh, okay, yeah, that's like a vitamin drink. Okay, it's like I don't think it has caffeine in it, but it has other vitamins to give you like an energy boost. It's the color of leucosade. Yeah, that's the typical typical color of that of that vitamin drink. So it kind of tastes like like Red Bull, okay. like that kind of thing. Okay, but, but it's it, in like it, a Coke bottle, not a can. Right, I think okay. it's it's sometimes sold in a plastic bottle like that, okay. the standard one. Mm. But those drinks are, I think they're meant to be like something to help you, like I don't know, like add a pep to your step, mm. Mm. like when you're really worn out during the day. Mm. But it's not caffeine; it's like other vitamins. Uh, it says. Burning spiciness, chili flavor, crazy spicy <laughs> in Japanese. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we've been warned. So it's a togarashi, a chili flavor version of that energy drink you're talking about. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Like sometimes I do get in the mood for like an energy drink kind of flavor. Yeah. Though these days, the amount of caffeine that they put in that shit, yeah, yeah, it's way too much for me. I guess Monster have caffeine-free ones, don't they? And Red Bull. Maybe. Yeah. Wait. No, they do sugar-free. Sugar-free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm partial to a, a Monster Mango. Yeah, like Monster mango, mango Madness. It's got Ooh. like a d- Mexican cult, like Danny Trejo skull <laughs> on it, so... Certainly, uh, packaging works sometimes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had full throttle? Full throttle, no. So I've never seen it in Japan, and I don't know if they have it in the UK. But it's basically Coca Cola's version of like Rockstar, and in my opinion, it, it tastes the best out of all of them. Mm. And their their like can design, it's very like. I don't know, like Hell's Angels biker. It's like an all black can, like that. Okay. Yeah. It's, That's my favorite. It's like a Leonard Skinner logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's That's a pretty cool logo. It's the best. I love yes. that one. It's been around forever. I can imagine uh, feeling full throttle after you drink that. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a big ass can as well. I think. Fucking huge can. About that size? Yeah. Nice. Like, the same strength as Red Bull, so... I used to drink these, like, every day at university. Yeah. We actually have a uh, a watermelon f- cola flavor monster come out here recently. I think that's the newest flavor of monster mm. I had. Well, well, look at this one. It's called Full Throttle Bad Mother. Bad Mother. <laughs> Nature is one bad mother. <laughs> have you had an energy drink recently only the watermelon one and red bull released like a mango pineapple red bull yeah yeah 
Interesting. In like a very small can. Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah. For me, it's been forever. Like maybe, maybe close to ten years. I drink them sometimes. Yeah. Like if I have a hangover and like a long work day, <laughs> like how am I going to get through? Yeah. I I love them. I really yeah. do. It just they tend to prevent me from sleeping for a while. <laughs> Sounds like you overdid it at university as well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Should we pop this over? Yeah, let's do it. I'm curious. Uh, sound effect magic. <laughs> I don't know if it smells spicy to us. It just smells like a regular fizzy drink to me. Yeah, it smells like Red Bull or yeah. something of the sort. I'm just pouring it out. How much would you like? Just a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll take about that much. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of kelpis, look at that color. Look at that color. <laughs> looks like. Not, not milk. Looks like the piss of someone who drank way too much Mountain Dew. Looks like you are really unhealthy. If that's what your pee comes out like. Yeah. yeah. All right. Going in. Bottoms up. Kampai. <laughs> That is so weird. <laughs> that's so weird. It tastes like an energy drink. For like one second. But it's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it literally tastes like just a regular energy drink for me. Like a couple of seconds and then just like heat in the back of my throat. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like someone's turning a dial from like sweet like vitamin flavor to like spicy like yeah. gradually turning it what is the market for this drink who's the target person um me and you people who love to buy like gimmicky shit yeah <laughs> of which there are many in japan so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is actually yeah it's it's like drinking like it's like drinking hot sauce mixed with an energy drink. Basically, yeah. You know, I was trying to think, like, have I ever had a spicy drink before? But I have. It used to make me Bloody Marys. You have, because I fucking made it. With yeah. Tabasco. More than that. More than Tabasco? I made a Carolina Reaper infused vodka. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah that's right. And I made a habanero infused shochu. Mm -hmm. That didn't taste spicy like at all, mm -hmm. which was very disappointing. This, this though, this is spicy though. This does have a bit of heat to it. Mm, it's I, a good balance though. I think my Carolina Reaper vodka was quite a lot hotter than this. So. Yeah, it was. Though, can you imagine like drinking this? Like this is giving me like chest burn. To be honest, at work. No. <laughs> like, what is the ideal situation for this? Right now. <laughs> YouTuber, okay, yeah. podcaster. <clears throat> Do you think you can make a cocktail out of this? Hell yeah, you can, dude. You, they have cocktails for like <clears throat> Red Bull, right? Yeah, right. Like a vodka Red Bull, but has yeah. a bit of spice to it. Yeah. And uh, what, like? Of fireball is popular, right? Like this spicy cinnamon whiskey. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. I think if they were smart, they would market this towards like bars to make mm. like unique cocktails. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because their reliance on uh, people buying it for the gimmick, I think, is going to wear off. Mm. <laughs> But if you can establish some kind of like staple bar drink, then you know, mm. yeah. <clears throat> Just check out the name. the name. The name is Moeru Karasade Genki Bakahats. Moeru Karasade, like burning heat, burning heat, burnable yeah. heat, burning heat. Like smoldering. Maybe. Genki Bakats. Happy explosion. <laughs> I consider that something else. A happy explosion. <laughs> Not drink. <laughs> but <laughs> energy drinks. But okay. <clears throat> I certainly do feel a, uh, a little bit of a Bakats in my chest right now. Though, so. mm-hmm. It's not hitting my chest yet. Right now, it's still in my mouth. But. Well, uh, shall we uh, go on to a few uh, things I saw this week? Sure. I think we're um, going to look at a few photos I came across. Yeah. Uh, the first one actually was a article, uh, again in the Mainichi News. <clears throat> Let's pull up the context. Let's pull up the content. Is it this one? It's done in reverse order, so we need to go down. All right. Bear with us. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, Okay, so I came across this article in the Mainichi. It says, Japan convenience store Lawson's Flavor of Nothingness Candy, a social media hit. Have you heard about this? No. And I'm looking at the photo as well, and I haven't even seen this. No. I haven't been to Lawson in a while, actually. Okay. So Lawson is a big convenience store in Japan. Mm-hmm. And apparently they are selling flavorless candy. Actually, it's called Aji no Shinai. With a big old question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so can you guess why they are selling this flavorless candy there's actually a reason behind this um without digging into the article uh, the article is here so it will okay. be revealed if i were to just to like take a stab in the dark maybe like 99.9 percent of them are flavorless but then like that 0.1 percent has a flavor and if you find the flavored one you get like a reward or a prize or something that's like a way better reason to do it than the actual <laughs> reason. Because <laughs> I know in America they do stuff like that. Like a, a nationwide Russian roulette or something. Yeah. yeah. That is not the reason. No. Okay. So due to like masking complaints. I'm sorry? People who wear masks and then chew gum at the same time. Apparently it's, it's a problem. People who wear masks. While chewing gum. While chewing gum. Regular gum. Uh, is that a problem? Apparently. Not for me. But like, a problem for who? 
for the person. For the chewing person the mask. chewing the chewing the mask, chewing the gum. Yeah. The person chewing the gum. <clears throat> oh, like like as their jaw moves, the mask comes down. Nope. Then I have, I have no idea. Should we read it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't even wear a mask, so I'll just tell you. But right. <laughs> I think I have worn a mask while chewing gum. I had no issue with it, like regular gum. I have two, and my issue was the mask it kept like falling mm. below my nose. Well, most people's masks in Japan are yeah. the wrong size. Though I have like a really big yeah. jaw, so I have that problem either right, way. Just right. if I open my mouth to talk, <clears> the mask comes down. Uh, I think we need to go down a little more in the article. Uh, there is. So Lawson says the number of people who buy cough drops as a dry mouth remedy, I thought it was gum, uh, gum, okay, when cough drops, when wearing masks increased during the pandemic. Mm. However, some consumers said that they don't like to eat sweet candy all the time. And others that mint drops make their eyes sting when wearing a mask. I kind of like that feeling. That stingy feeling. Um, the comments apparently sparked Lawson's idea for a tasteless candy. Uh, when the drops went on general sale on July 11th, they caught fire on social media due to its unique mouthfeel. A person who tried the candy called it the latest mysterious entertainment. Okay. <laughs> I suggest you find other entertainment. <laughs> uh, while another described it as truly a candy that tasted of nothingness. And the way that's written is like that's a good thing. Like, truly a candy. Uh, the final sentence in this article made me laugh out loud. I'll read it. On, on this page? Yeah. We hope. We hope that the tasteless product will help enrich people's lives <laughs> with nothingness. <laughs> okay. Is that the most like, nihilistic sentence <laughs> you've ever seen? Yeah. <laughs> so, what I dream of is things that taste of nothingness. They really <laughs> enrich my <laughs> life. I, mean, I guess in a world where like half the population has lost their sense of taste and, you know. <laughs> well, I guess I have two thoughts on this the first one it seems that this is being marketed towards people who get like dry mouth from wearing a mask is that right I think it's you know people who get who get whose eyes sting from mint drops when wearing a mask and that's what it says They want a neutral flavor so mm -hmm. the, the menthol doesn't like go up the mask into the eyes. Because I think it means they're breathing and like the menthol breath oh, goes directly into the eyes. I see, I see, I see. That is the most like first world problem I've ever heard in my life. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my instant reaction was, well, why don't you just take off the mask? Holy moly. Eating the thing. <laughs> How long does it take you to eat a mint drop as well? Like, are you that nervous? You're gonna get corona in like the thirty seconds it takes you to. Or just have a mint if drop? it really bothers you, just don't eat mint drops 
and but yeah, just know. don't do the combination. Don't wear a fucking mask or don't need the lint drops <laughs> together. I don't know. So the other thing I thought was interesting is um, that one person they interviewed in the article said it has a very unique mouthfeel. Now, that could be like a really interesting like, avenue to explore for like... Uh, like gum alternatives, you know, because gum alternatives, like people chew gum, of course, like for flavor, but also like the mouth feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like what if they started developing like other unique mouth feel, uh, like candies or like, what would you even call it? Like gum like things. I thought we have enough of those already. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah, yeah. What, just for like a novelty thing? Right, I mean, this is kind of a novelty thing too, yeah. right? Sure. But is it? I mean, it's dealing with a serious psychological problem that some people have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, if any of our listeners uh, are in Japan, please give it a try. Uh, if it does enrich your life, please let us know. Uh, you can let us know on social media, under the YouTube. Yeah, that's right. about all I have to say on this. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If it yeah. if it tastes like nothing, don't comment. If anyone has tried it. Does it really taste of nothing? <laughs> or does nothing taste like nothing? Tastes like nothing. So it tastes like something. Right? That's a riddle for you. And this is the. The nihilist candy, for sure. <laughs> the nihilist candy. <laughs> All right. It's a great band name as well, the nihilist candy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> so crossing the vast expanse of water we have between Japan and the United States, let's go somewhere where equally mental things happen. Uh, you're, a for- you're a Florida man. hope I can say that. Did you find a Florida man? Article? I found a uh, Texas woman. Interesting. Okay. Texas woman. I like it. Is Florida man married to Texas woman? Um, That'd be a good double act. I think Florida man keeps it in the family. Florida woman. No. No. Florida daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida cousin. You know. Getting incestuous here. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> What would happen if Florida man like got with like Tokyo woman? If Florida man got with Tokyo woman, like in their not like procreating, I mean like their crime, like the crimes they commit. So. What is the stereotype of Tokyo woman? Lady with loads loads of cats or something, I don't know. like a shut-in or, or a rich housewife. Uh, it would be, be like a Sex in the City person, wouldn't it? It'd be like a rich. Like housewife or something. Like going to Ginza, getting sushi on the, the husband's wage. I mean, that's one stereotypical yeah. Tokyo woman. Or someone who just spends all their time in their one-room apartment with their cats. Sure. Yeah. Some kind of online scam, Binge I guess. Binge drinking. Yeah. yeah. It would be an online scam. The thing is, Tokyo is such a big city, they have multiple stereotypical Tokyo <laughs> women. Like one for each wage 
<laughs> level or something. One for each pay grade. <laughs> I'm thinking to- Texas woman. There's only one kind. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. In the West, we keep it simple. We have one mm-hmm. stereotype based on each place. Anyway, do you want to read the headline? Sure. Um, posted. Well, it doesn't have the date, but it just says one day ago. More than one day ago. So, to see you. We're not that fast getting the podcast out. <laughs> <laughs> Texas woman injured after hawk drops snake on her. <laughs> so I scroll down and like at first I only see her face. I scroll down more and like more of her body comes into view. And then it just shows her like with a like a pink cast on her arm giving a thumbs up. It's a big smile. <laughs> yeah, I did good. <laughs> All right. So, okay. This is from the BBC News. Thank you, BBC. Doing uh, the hard work so we don't have to. <laughs> a Texas woman was attacked by a hawk and a snake at the same time after the bird, which eats snakes, accidentally dropped the wriggling serpent on her. That's a prose. You can tell they went to college, the person who wrote this. <laughs> Thanks, Max Master. <laughs> okay, so Peggy Jones, 64. Peggy Jones, that's such like a Twin Peaks name. Yeah. (laughs) Peggy Jones, 64, was mowing her lawn last month when a passing hawk dropped a snake on her before swooping down to angrily try to reclaim its meal. Its meal. The snake wrapped itself around her arm and began striking her face as the bird sunk its talons deep into her flesh. (laughs) The terrifying ordeal left her with cuts and bruising to her arm and face. Okay. The bizarre incident took place on July 25th in the town of Silsby, Texas, near the Louisiana border. It began after a snake suddenly fell out of the sky and landed on her. Before she could remove it, the hawk began to attack. And there's a quote here. As I was trying to sling my arm and sling the snake off, the snake wrapped around my arm, she told CBS News. The BBC's U.S. partner. Uh, yeah, that's that's insane. <laughs> uh, actually, said as well that the snake was striking at her glasses a couple of times. That is, like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> she looks. There's another picture of her, like, proudly pointing out just a field where this happened. So, she's obviously very proud of this uh, in- incident. With a different color cast on. So, because she's had a couple. Oh, cast. conspiracy. Yeah. And she, the first uh, picture, she has a pink cast. This one is green. green. And in the second picture, she's wearing a pink t shirt. So, from this article, uh, what I get from this is that for Florida man, in the case of Florida man, Um, Florida man does crazy shit to society mm. or other people. Yeah. For Texas woman, crazy shit happens to her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of the inverse of Florida man. Right. I guess Florida man would like fall from the sky and then land onto Texas woman. Right. Yeah. And then just a massive explosion would happen. Yeah. 
So Florida Man is kind of the giver. In, in is this. Florida Man the Hulk or the snake? Oh, both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, he can, like, uh, have, like, dual bodies. He has multiple, like, cloned bodies. Okay. He can be in two places at the same time. Yeah, so Texas woman is the like the unfortunate recipient of something insane, whereas Florida man is like a cocktail of every known drug <laughs> injected into your veins. How would you react if this happened to you? Um, it would be way too surreal. And probably wouldn't even like kick in as reality for You like, probably have like a, a natural instinct just to like get the fucker off you right yeah just to like flail yeah and then like a minute after you'd be like what the hell just happened right like blood like shooting out of your face or something mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane yeah i have a question what do you think is more likely um a lightning strike directly like to your body through the top of your head or something yeah or this situation they they're both very unlikely. Yeah. And they're kind of the same thing, aren't they? Like God spitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess you're more likely to die from the the lightning strike. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, it depends on like the snake is poisonous. Wearing, uh, rubber soled shoes at the time or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Conduct yeah. that electricity. I don't think the uh, the shoe choice helped you in this situation to be honest I don't think so either well he's got those like little pointy like knives that shoot out of shoes like Danny Trejo <laughs> I think if this were to happen to Danny Trejo he'd he'd notice it like before it even landed on him yeah and, like shoot it out of the sky probably yeah yeah uh, the next thing we have is <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this so recently, uh, we have been discussing Gogo Curry with another friend. Oh, I love Japan. Gogo Curry, yeah. Uh, Gogo Curry, for our listeners, is a popular Japanese curry chain that only exists in big cities. And their logo is of a like gorilla, like King Kong gorilla. Mm-hmm. And they have a rather uh, interesting menu item. Uh if you want to see what it looks like, please search for the Japanese menu, or you can type in the name of the dish. It's called uh, Guri Emon Curry. So go R I E M O N Curry. Guri Emon. Guri Emon. Like Gorilla Mon or something. Yeah, it's like a play on like other like Japanese names like Goemon or something. Yeah. yeah. But like gorilla, like gorilla, and gori, goriemon. Alex, would you like to describe what this dish looks like? Yes, yes. So, and um, this be- problematic as well. <laughs> so basically, what we're looking at here is a picture of this, uh, this curry rice set, and it's a, it's a very dark curry. Like, I would describe it as off black. With, you know, like a side salad, some eggs, like a little uh, shrimp tempura there. 
and two hot dogs, but they are arranged in a way that looks like a an extremely racist depiction of like a Hawaiian person from <laughs> from the 1800s. <laughs> Which is exactly what I thought when I saw it. Not a gorilla, even though the, the restaurant's logo is a gorilla. This is not a gorilla. I didn't even realize no. that while looking at it. This is a racist depiction of uh, like a Pacific Islander. I was like, just, oh, this shot made a racist curry. <laughs> and then, so, oh, wait, I get it. Okay. <laughs> Their logo is a gorilla. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is no gorilla. <laughs> they they could have done way better than this. Gorillas don't have green hair. The, the cabbage is <laughs> acting as the green. And because they're using sausages, hot dogs, mm-hmm. it's got like really thick lips. Right. It, it has hot dog lips. Uh, jet black skin. skin for the face from the curry, yeah. and and the eyes are wild uh, eyes, egg yolks, like yeah. two hard boiled eggs cut in half. Yeah, and then the nose or the bridge of the nose is like the fried shrimp, shrimp. Yeah. tempura. And it even has a leek slice. Oh yeah, to suggest like the jutting out part of the nose. Yeah, as well. And for the hair. It's just like shredded lettuce. Yep. Like, <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking? It's uh, absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Well. It does come with a drink, though. Sometimes I think Free Japan drink. just yeah. has no like concept of like what is considered like racist or, racist. or something. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. time I was walking around where we live, and I just saw this uh, Japanese dude wearing a poncho. A sombrero <laughs> and like a massive like stick on mustache as well because he had he just opened his own like taco shop <laughs> he'd probably be arrested for that in the US right if he did that I think, as a non-Mexican person yeah another example is like um I don't know if this is only in Japan or if it's like a common term I really don't know but if you go into like any music shop in Japan, like the section with like the jazz and the blues, it'll be labeled as just black music. <laughs> Have you noticed that? <laughs> I've not seen that. Is is that a term that's actually used like uh, in other places? Would it be African American music? Or would that be the the name? No, I think you would normally just call it like the genre that it is. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But we do say like Brit pop or uh, like French. Oh, right, right, yeah. Like. So I don't know if it's an actual term or not. I mean, there are music uh, genres that are assigned to countries, right? Like Latin mm-hmm. rock or something, mm-hmm. like Latin American music. Or yeah. <clears throat> or another example, you can go into some like cafes around Japan that kind of have like a like retro aesthetic to it. And they'll often have like kind of like really questionable like de- depictions of like black people you know <laughs> it looks like something that was made like despairingly in like the early 1900s or like yeah. late 1800s yeah yeah but they're just <laughs> proudly on display in these cafes like isn't it so cute like they're completely oblivious to yeah, yeah, yeah. like the so in that way it's kind of a in a, an innocent 
Right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it, it's definitely alarming for people who <laughs> like understand it though. Don't grow up in Japan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like for example, the concept of like blackface. Yeah. I don't even think does that even exist here as something that's considered like taboo? I don't know. I don't, that's a good I don't, question. I don't think yeah. so. Because there's no like historical context for it. You have Jew face now as well. Jew nose. Mm. Yeah, but again, not here, right? No. Anyway, I just thought I'd uh, show you, show that to you. Yeah, that's insane. Just in case you go to Go Go Curry, you know what to order. That is insane. I'm surprised this hasn't like gone viral on on the internet yet. Can be arranged. <laughs> we have that power. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, if you'd like it, it comes with a drink. Comes with a drink, and it is okay for takeout. Yeah. So if you want to eat it, you know, behind closed doors in the uh, privacy of your own home, mm. I'm sure they will wrap it up for you and uh, enjoy. Yep. The Gordinamon curry. <laughs> and I have one final thing. So uh, the other day, I was wandering around the Japanese arcade. I came across this. <laughs> okay, I've seen this before. Okay. I don't know what this is from. It's so this was in a uh, UFO catcher machine. Like a the handle comes down, you have to grab it. Mhm. And it's kind of a monster called yeah. Poppy Playtime. Yeah, yeah, I've I have seen these around recently in like the past year. I guess it's uh, it kind of reminded me of like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing. Kind of, yeah, but or that Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, but I don't know, like, I don't know the origin story or the lore of this at all. Like, is this a game or is it just basically just like a like a messed up Sanrio character? Or shows how much research I did for this because I did not even search for <laughs> Ploppy Pay. Poppy, not ploppy. Poppy playtime mm-hmm. is. Do you want to describe what this looks like um, to our audio listeners? Yeah, it looks like. Well, it has a humanoid shape to it. It's kind of got like a heart shape head. Yeah, yeah. So very, it, it's, very its limbs long. are like very thin and lanky. Abnormally long limbs. And it's covered in fur like a teddy bear. Yep. And then, like you said, the head is heart-shaped. But then it has, like, a huge, menacing, like, open mouth with sharp teeth. And, like, bright red lips. So it looks like it's smiling, but also about to eat you. Very, very like crazy teeth, like uh, killer clowns from outer space. Teeth. Yeah. Big eyelashes. It- and there's a blue boy one and a pink girl one, I'm guessing. It looks like a like a nightmarish take on a like children's stuffed animal. Kind of reminds me a bit of the uh, female gremlin from Gremlins too. Okay, yeah, I can see With it. The big lips mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, but the male one also has big red lips. The only difference between them is the female one has eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, and she's yeah. pink. Yeah, and a little bow tie too. And her name bow. is called uh, the boy's called. Huggy Wuggy. Huggy Wuggy. And the lady's called Kissy Missy. <laughs> Would you like a uh, a hug from Huggy Wuggy or a kiss from Kissy Missy, Alex? <laughs> I'll give you one choice. 
Um, that, that's a tough one. Um, David, you better be a good boy or Kissy Missy is going to come visit you. Nice. Extremely terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Whoa. It looks like more like a thing that would be in the US than in Japan to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it's It's hard to, like... It's hard to judge what'll become popular here, because people tend to like really cute things in general in Japan. Those sometimes, like insanely, like ugly stuff can be considered cute. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And then that stuff will become popular. Yeah. So that's. But, but it's like the... all under the umbrella of cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The word cute is very far-reaching in Japan. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're going to run down to the arcade tomorrow and get yourself one? <laughs> Might pick up a couple. <laughs> it's quite big as well. It's like four or five feet like, tall. Whoa, it? really? It was like that big. Jesus, really? That's that's massive. A few feet, yeah. I was imagining something like a few inches. No, no, no. It's like a, like a child size. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Toy. like imagine like having a newborn kid and like taking photos of it next to this thing <laughs> <laughs> and, like keeping it until the kid like grows up <laughs> like oh by the way i took some baby photos of it don't give me ideas <laughs> and, and like it's like that's why i'm in therapy now <laughs> okay well that's all i've got for you so <laughs> Hope you enjoyed my uh, dark internet forays and uh, <laughs> things that I noticed around town. Do you have anything this week? Um, yeah, yeah. This is kind of like big news. Um, it's being reported on like, kind of around the world, I guess. Going serious. Yeah. yeah. So it has been decided that decided by the Japanese government that the radioactive wastewater from the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant will begin its process of being released into the Pacific Ocean from from this week, actually, from mm. the week that we're recording this. Well, the, the headline says uh, in 48 hours, and this was four days ago. Right, so yes. Yeah. That water is in that sea right now, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. So this... Enjoy your sushi, Alex. That's right. right, yeah. Your three-headed sushi. Yeah. So they had been, like, kind of hinting that this process would start for a while now, which has sparked... Like a lot of pushback from from China and Korea and like neighboring countries, you know, because there's such a stigma around, um, you know, radioactive, you know, materials, right? Yeah. And nuclear power in general from yeah. you know, Chernobyl. Right. <laughs> Considering our history up to this point, yeah, not so, sure uh, China should be lecturing anyone about releasing dangerous materials. To be honest, should they? Well, right. <laughs> so the Japanese government is assuring, or they're trying to assure everyone that 
the radioactive wastewater has been diluted to a certain point where it's not able to cause like significant uh, hazards to human health. Though that said, many people in Japan too, I'm sure, yeah. are concerned that by releasing this water into the Pacific Ocean, it'll you know contaminate all the fish that we eat, right? And there are, I've seen several stories like around the internet, like some Chinese restaurants have stated, I, I think it was in Hong Kong, they said they'd be raising the price of their sushi because they no longer import from Japan. They have to find from other places because of like the They're refusing about, to import seafood? Japan? yeah yeah be- because That's of this okay. at least for now mm. and there have been like protests and demonstrations in korea and china over like trying to get japan to stop this from happening yeah and another article i saw yesterday was apparently the the japanese embassy released a statement saying like because of what's going on if you're traveling in china try not to speak japanese too loudly in public spaces <laughs> you know to avoid becoming a target of you know i mean that's that was already a thing for a right. while to be honest so yeah. this is just exacerbated that uh, anti-japanese sentiment i guess right right so yeah, yeah it's a very controversial issue it's hard to comment on stuff like this without actually knowing like the actual precise science right it, I yeah think. i mean like for me i don't have an opinion either way no i don't know the science enough on it right so i mean we just all know that radiation is bad but mm-hmm. our smartphones emit radiation but so what is the right right and microwaves do right so every time we take a flight on an airplane we get yeah, exposure to radiation from the sun right we've been hit by radiation yeah. so and the sun as well yeah from the x-ray you get at the at the dental clinic yeah you get exposed to radiation and then how much of this is going to go in the seafood right exactly so, yeah. right. so. so this is an article from bbc so just to read a little bit of it Japan will start releasing treated radioactive water from the tsunami hit Fukushima nuclear power plant into the Pacific Ocean on Thursday, despite opposition from its neighbors. The decision comes weeks after the UN's nuclear watchdog approved the plan. Some 1.34 million tons of water, enough to fill 500 Olympic sized swimming pools, have accumulated since the 2011 tsunami destroyed the plant so for context it's enough water to fill up 500 olympic mm. swimming pools so that's quite a bit but and the next line is important I not think. in the ocean right? what's that if you put that amount of water in the ocean that's like a tiny right, water, right 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 <laughs> the water will be released over 30 years after being filtered and diluted so basically what it's saying is like while the process has officially started 
they're doing it over a period of 30 years. And of course, again, like it's being filtered and diluted to make it safer. So it kind of goes with what the government's saying that, mm. you know, it's nothing to be concerned about. Um, yeah. That I mean, shit is I'm, coming out, man. For those who don't remember, or I don't know if possibly we have. Well, listeners, seven-year-old listener, or something. <laughs> <laughs> someone who wasn't alive, or uh, living under a rock, right? uh, literally. Uh, yeah. In 2011, there is a really strong earthquake that hit northern Japan, which triggered a tsunami at the same time, which caused like insane damage to a lot of the coastal towns and cities in that area of Japan, and one of the victims of that tsunami was the nuclear power plant in the area which ended up leaking and causing like you know a radiation leak so the entire area around that power plant has been like evacuated and like off limits since that occurred if you want to see a good like video about that area there's a show called dark tourism on netflix and he goes to all these like places where disasters happened or mm -hmm. like suicide forest in tokyo mm -hmm. and he goes to that area they go on like a tour um and the japanese government had a like radiation level that they said was uh in that area mm -hmm. but the people on the bus actually have uh, radiation like meters on them Mm -hmm. And in one place, it goes like way above what the government says the, the level is. Right. I remember when this was all first happening, there were some people posting on YouTube videos of them with their, their what do you call it, Geiger counter? Geiger counter, yeah. 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 Sorry about that. Going around Tokyo, finding like huge spikes <laughs> in like yeah. radioactivity, yeah. which was much higher than what the government was reporting. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is one of the reasons why some people have skepticism of of what the government is saying now yeah because in the yeah. past they weren't completely honest yeah. about the levels yeah well they didn't know yeah fair enough yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah again I, I don't know how to feel about this are you concerned no not not really i'm not really i i just feel like there are so many things that can get us mm -hmm. <laughs> in the world like it's just right. another one to add to the list for me i mean i tend to sway on the side of people being uh generally good and in including yeah. well, governments yeah so i'm assuming you know they're doing what's best for the people also i've i've been to malaysia and i've seen what they put in the sea so Mm, no. At the beach, <laughs> it's probably no worse than this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, like most of the pollution in the sea, I think it's like ninety-nine percent comes from like five rivers in the world. Really? Yeah, that's insane. The incredibly uh, dirty rivers, like the Yangtze River in China, mm, which mm, is incredibly mm. polluted. Yeah, where like everything's died in it, yeah. basically, and that goes straight into the sea. So it's like a, an artery of death. You know, people in like the US have like this vision, like I throw like a McDonald's bag in the Atlantic or something. Mm -hmm. That's polluting the sea. 
or don't have, don't buy plastic drawers or something. But the actual like huge majority of pollution comes from like five rivers that uh, yeah. people just pollute in developing countries. I'm not surprised. That makes sense. Yeah. So apparently the uh, ambassador. How how do you phrase this? The American ambassador to Japan. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah is gonna make a trip to Fukushima soon to eat sushi, to show uh, okay. like a symbolic way of saying like, hey, it's safe to eat seafood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know, like not, things like that are so pointless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently that's gonna happen. It's political like grandstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, again, I'm not worried. I think, I think people will hopefully kind of forget about it, and you know, hopefully everything will be a okay. This and we, and we don't grow like third eyeballs in ten years or something. This might be a very dumb thing for me to say, but like, go and like swim in the sea and then look at the sea. Like, <laughs> it is huge. <laughs> yeah. Like it covers like what eighty percent right, of the Earth's yeah, planet. Yeah. So. I think the main thing is some subject matters like like radiation. It's like a buzzword, I think. People hear the word it's, radiation. There's such a stigma to it that whatever like common sense someone does have, yeah. it's often like trumped by Yeah. That some words thing. just have that impact, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like completely like throw out common sense. And just get like inundated by, yeah. like, like like the scary buzzword, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, people people scary. don't talk about radiation when they like fly to like another country for vacation. Nobody thinks about that. Well, that's either ignorance or we've kind of just got used to those things. Well, it's both, I think. And accepted those things. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, that's probably the biggest thing going on right now. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's funny as there was a story on the right that said like sushi lovers or something. I think it was like a not the same story. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> sushi lovers grab last bites as seafood ban hits Japan. Oh, is this related to that? Let's find out. No, it is. Yeah, it said Fukushima. Uh, okay, it's what you were talking about in Hong Kong. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Japanese seafood has always been very popular in the city, but they're not gonna consume it due to the Fukushima nuclear waste water mm-hmm. release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means that the actual regular Hong Kong person probably doesn't give a shit about this, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Like, are they rushing to get it before it becomes polluted or before it's banned? Which, hmm, that's a good question. Well, this person says, I'll keep eating Japanese seafood, it's just that addictive. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think they're aware (laughs) of the potential risks. That means get me that radioactive sushi. <laughs> Give me more of that, that buzz. Radioactive sushi is a damn addictive. 
<laughs> I want that that Japanese sushi buzz. Like that radioactive sushi tubby hold eye. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> can't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> Once you pop, you just can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, All I mean, right. yeah. I guess yeah. It's it's such a you know open ended gray thing that you know. I think it's probably more a lot of like governments hating other governments and existing hatred between neighboring mm-hmm. countries and ins- in- instilling those feelings into the people that well. is like at the top and most regular people do not care at all mm-hmm. We've been to, to be fair i haven't heard any american news sites talking about this i've lived in japan 11 years mm-hmm. the number of people who've said to me i i hate korean people i could probably count on two hands like I hope they've said it to me. Yeah, yeah. But not like S- someone said that to me uh, last week. Actually, okay, um, they, I, I don't like Chinese people. They yeah. said, um, but it's not like a majority. Well, it could be unless they're keeping it quiet. I don't. I don't think it's the majority. No, I don't think so either. Mm. Yeah. It's always a minority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a vocal minority. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, David, thank you very much. This was a, an interesting episode. Quite a bit of racism in this this one. Yeah, so. we covered racism. Uh, not in, not supporting, by the way. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Debunking, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, we covered demonic stuffed animals and flying snakes. flying snakes. Texas woman. Texas woman. Will she ever get with Florida man? open question to our listeners what do you think i don't think florida man ever leaves florida i think he's womb, have to. he's wombed the tomb what if texas florida. woman goes on vacation she could she could yep yeah she just feels like eating oranges and playing golf in her retirement so just, uh, <laughs> i don't think florida man's hanging around in those areas to be honest <laughs> I think he's in the swamps. <laughs> he's he's in the swamps or the trailers. Just sitting on an alligator or something. <laughs> Hiding in an alligator, waiting to pounce. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we'll uh, end it there. All right. Yep. Until next time. It's been fun. Been a pleasure. Yes. Take care. Thank you for listening. See you on the next one.